You're listening to Breaking Boundaries in Breast Cancer, sponsored by Lilly. This is ReachMD. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. I'm joined by Dr. Katie Egan. She's a plastic surgery resident over the University of Kansas, and she is first author of a poster called Opioid Consumption Following Breast Surgery Decreases with a Brief Intervention, a Randomized Controlled Trial. Dr. Egan, welcome to you. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. I did want to ask you about your study because this is obviously an enormous problem that we're dealing with with the opioid epidemic in America. You took on a study uh, boldly to try to investigate ways to help lower the opioid use among breast surgery patients. Tell me a little bit about how you came into this study. It's, it's been something that I've always been passionate about, about uh, providing pain control for patients um, with expectations um, that can help to reduce opioid use and the effects that come with opioid use. So the goal is for patients to have expectations um, that they may not need opioids or may need fewer opioids than our societal pressures have set to decrease the potential negative effects of, of opioid use and long-term opioid use. And it's a really interesting point you bring about societal expectations because anybody looking at patients or putting themselves in the patient's shoes for undergoing any kind of surgery, their first impression is, well, of course, you're going to need some heavy-duty narcotics. You're going to need something for that pain because we don't want to minimize that or dismiss that. But there is a tightrope here. There, there is a balance. Tell me a little bit about how that balance was being investigated through your study. We So in our study, we looked at how we could reduce uh, opioid use in patients through education. Um, so we developed a brief educational intervention that was a single-page handout that set expectations for pain control. So we wanted to set expectations for patients that it is normal to have some pain after surgery um, and that pain is your body's response to healing and re- your re- response to surgery. However, the expectation shouldn't be that you should have no pain after surgery, which is what our society has ingrained in people is that people should have no pain after surgery. So we're trying to change that expectation to normalizing the pain response. Um, So as part of the intervention, we uh, provided information on ways that people can control pain without using opioids through other medications and through non-opioid methods. Um, So this uh, intervention was a single-page handout. It was given to patients to read, and with uh, just this simple intervention, we were able to reduce opioid use by 30% 30 in patients. 30% in patients through a handout. That's correct. Pretty impressive, uh, considering how intuitive a handout sounds. Um, I'm sure many people go, oh, yeah, it couldn't hurt, but it sounds like it could actually really help. That's exactly what we found. So we didn't find any negative side effects of giving people a, a piece of paper. Breast cancer patients get a lot of handouts uh, as they go through their process of getting their diagnosis with breast cancer, um, meeting with surgeons and surgical subspecialists. Uh, so we wanted to keep it brief and keep it to something that patients could easily consume um, in under five minutes as they're often overwhelmed with the amount of information that they get. And speaking of that information, I imagine there was some sensitivity around trying to craft a message that wouldn't necessarily speak to, hey, well, just grit your teeth and bear it. Pain is is normal. Pain is life. (laughs) But also trying to educate these patients around, well, what does it mean to come out of surgery? Should you be in zero pain? How did you craft that message? 
We worked with our oncologic psychologists at our institution who are kind of on the front lines in listening to patients' concerns uh, as they're going through their diagnosis and their surgical uh, process. So they have a lot of experience of hearing what patients think about their pain and what information they wish they had about pain. So they helped us to craft that message. And if in the process of delivering or disseminating that message, you observed a 30% decrease in opioid tablets that were used compared to control groups, what next, I think, is the, the next question. If a handout could do that, where do you go from there? So our next goal is to work with our patient advocates to actually develop a short video that can be delivered from the patient perspective on the, a similar message uh, dealing with pain control and pain expectations um, that we feel can be even more powerful than uh, a simple handout. So moving ahead, uh, thinking about uh, projects to go projects to come over the next few years. Where do you see the next investigations for the University of Kansas and, um, and your team? I think that's our next, uh, next step in this process is to work with, work with patients directly in helping to develop an intervention that may be even more effective. Are there any interventions that are needed to the healthcare profession as far as changing their expectations around what pain management means? Absolutely. And that has been uh, studied at our institution and other institutions. And that's a big push right now is to change healthcare provider expectations on the amount of opioids that are needed after surgery uh, and uh, how to talk to patients about opioids. And if we're talking specifically around breast cancer, are there any unique factors that we need to take into account that are differentiated from Uh, other procedures or other patient populations? Yeah, so one of the things that we found in a previous study that we did is that uh, pre-existing opioid use prior to surgery can predict higher opioid needs post-operatively. And that's something that's encountered frequently in the breast cancer population as these patients often are going through uh, their oncologic process with possible chemotherapy uh, and other procedures um, prior to arriving for their surgery, Um, and these patients may need further education or further discussion um, since they may have different opioid expectations. And I imagine there's some need to stratify the patient populations further into those who are dealing with primary tumors and and surgical resections and those looking at a recurrence. Uh, What do you think about that? I think that's absolutely true. uh, I think the, the recurrence patients are a unique population um, and likely uh, have had experience with those opioids before that may change uh, both their expectations and their perception um, as well as their, their pain experience. Well, Dr. Egan, this has been a really great conversation. Any thoughts as far as calls to action that our listening audience of healthcare professionals might want to uh, grab onto and run with? Yeah, I think we're at a a cultural shift point uh, with the opioid prescribing in the United States. Um, What we found is that even without an intervention, patients were consuming an average of 24 tablets after surgery, but with an intervention, we could decrease that to 16 tablets after surgery. Um, So having a discussion with patients or providing a brief education can have a big impact on uh, what opioids patients consume after surgery. Well, we've been speaking about education around opioid consumption following breast surgery and how brief interventions can make massive differences uh, in opioid consumption by patients. Dr. Egan, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. For access to this and other content devoted to breast cancer research and treatment, visit reachmd.com where you can be part of the knowledge. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz. Thanks again for listening. The preceding program was sponsored by Lilly. 
Content for this series is produced and controlled by ReachMD. This series is intended for healthcare professionals only. To revisit any part of this discussion and to access other episodes in this series, visit ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening. ReachMD. Be part of the knowledge.